Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Hello. Yes, I pushed record this week. Yay. We don't have to do a retake. <laughs> that was exhausting last I week. Know. I know. Also, Gina, I um, decided let's make this a five-part miniseries like, uh, <laughs> like Bethany's doing with Rachel. Wow. And wow. God, it's been a week. So many things I need to talk about. I have a lot of feelings about this whole Bethany and Rachel interview. Mm-hmm. And how can you not? Before anything else, let's just start. Well, let me get my notes because I have a lot of them. I was just, it was just pissing me off. The The more that I listened to it, it pissed me off because, well, for a couple of reasons. One is that Bethany never watched Vanderpump Rules. She only watched the reunion. And I felt like, Rachel, girl, you're being played by Bethany. But she doesn't see it. See, she doesn't see it. Also, Bethany is such a hypocrite. And there's a page, there's, I don't know what the name of it is, but they go back and they post everything that Bethany has said before and now she's saying the complete opposite now that she's all against Bravo. Well, yeah, and then it comes out this week that bit, bit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said that right. <laughs> Bethany pitched a show to Bravo just a couple of months before she decided to go on this reality reckoning tour. Of course she did. And now she's in this position where she was saying shit about Andy and she oh. he did not come off very well in her interview. I mean, she was going at him. She was blaming Andy for Rachel walking off during the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Yeah. She said, did Andy ask you to come? Like, did he comfort you in any way? Did he give you a tissue? No. He said, Raquel, are you coming back? And come it back and sit down. sounded like, and we'll, we can go through the whole interview, but it almost sounded like she kind of, Bethany sort of had a disdain for Ariana. Like she wasn't being supportive of Ariana at all. Well, she's, she's taking, Bethany now is taking the underdog story because she is the spokesperson now for all of these Bravo liberties that have been burned Whoa. by Bravo, who have been fired by Bravo, who haven't been, quote, protected by Bravo. So she is going to be their the superhero. Yes. And she kept saying, you could be my daughter. If I was your mother, I would have killed someone. What? She said that a few times. That so, was very odd behavior. It was very odd. But also there's absolutely still no accountability on Rachel's part. No, she is. She has been working on herself for 90 days. She stayed in the treatment center for 90 days. Obviously, the reunion was filmed right after everybody found out. We talked about this. They spewed some very mean things to Rachel Raquel. Uh, it's actually, very hard to call her Rachel. So yeah, Rachel listening Raquel. to um, to Bethany, you know, read the transcript of exactly what was said. Now, it's it's harsh. But they've all it's come harsh. out now and said, yeah, listen, we were in our feelings. It was very fresh. She had no response to anything. She had also filed the suit against Sheena. That's another thing that's confusing. Like she is sticking to that Sheena punched her with her fist. No, she said Sheena socked her. Socked her. Yeah, socked. I mean, socked means punch. Who says socked? <laughs> What's an odd choice of words? She was very measured in her responses. Well, she's been working um, on her responses tell, for three months. Well, yeah, you can tell she's been therapized. Therapized? <laughs> I don't Is know that a word. It, it sounds weird, but I think it's right. Um, so, yeah, she said following the reunion, she went straight to the Meadows. She said what facility she was at, which is, I guess, a drug and alcohol, which I I think she was 
uh, drinking a lot. She said she was drinking a lot. And I kind of feel like it's been rumored that Sandoval got her into some other things as well, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is a big secret because I think she's actually mentioned it herself. But then freaking Bethany. So why did you pick me? Oh, yeah. Why'd oh, you pick me? You you chose me. Your people chose me. Why me of all people? Please. Little old me. Just like, Bethany. Little old me. And then Bethany to go on for her to keep saying how Bravo is making money off of sensationalizing not just Scandaval, but all the other dramas that happen on the Housewives, on all the other Bravo reality shows. They make more money when the ratings are higher. Obviously, everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. The ratings for this season of Vanderpump Rules were through the roof. There was a little part of me that went, I don't know if they did all this for ratings. I I do have a little bit of a feeling like I don't think they did. But I think once the can of worms was open, Bravo absolutely took full advantage and ran with it. A hundred percent. And I do believe that the producers say things that manipulate the players. Oh, they do it on all the reality all shows. Of them. They and plant yes. little seeds. They manipulate the situation. They tell the cast members things to make them say things that they probably normally wouldn't say. I mean, there's a lot of manipulation behind the scenes. I think that's known. So when Bethany said, you know, you didn't make very much money. I pay my interns more than what you made. Yeah. There's no fucking way that Bethany pays her interns, what, 300 and something thousand well, a year? There's a lot of controversy about that, too. So Lisa Vanderpump said 300 and, 361,000. TMZ is reporting 350,000. And then there's other people that are saying at, what was she, four seasons, five seasons in, that nobody on that cast is making that kind of money. She Why may have gotten some sort of bonus or stipend or something for showing up to the reunion. That I think she probably got. Well, they all do get a little extra. But for, for her to show up, they probably had to sweeten the deal because otherwise she wouldn't have shown up. No, she had a fucking contract to show up. She well, said I, she said I was showing up because I had a contract. Yeah, it's all very... But she con- also didn't admit that she was trying to get out of the contract by filing the restraining order against Sheena. Well, See, that's she true. leaves... I believe... I believe Sheena pushed her. She did. She was pissed at her. She pushed her. Yep. I think when she pushed her, her long-ass nail scratched her eye. I think that's what happened. I don't think she socked her in the eye. I think she <laughs> fucking went like, the Elaine, get the pushed fuck her. out of my face. Yeah. Pushed her. Her nail hit the eye. She had a scratch. I don't think she was fearful for her life. No, and she also, I mean, she said so much. We could talk about this, just all all about this. But she said that um, affairs are normalized on the show and that she couldn't believe the hate that she was getting when everybody else on the cast, for the most part, has had affairs. But what she neglected to say was that, yeah, they've had affairs, but not with friends, long-term boyfriends or girlfriends. Yeah, she's acting like, I was the young kid. I was looking up to these I was so other naive. people. Yeah. And they've all had affairs. So I kind of thought it was no big deal when I was doing this. She's trying to make it seem like this last season was completely out of character for her. And that she was re- she is really the person that was before this. Now, she said something about, I went into treatment because I wanted to figure out why I was choosing these men that weren't available and weren't good for me. Now, she also said before James, she only had one other boyfriend. Yeah. And was that boyfriend, what, married? 
I mean, what, <laughs> what is she talking about? So then she had James. James wasn't with anybody when they got together. I think James was toxic. I think it was a horrible relationship. They touched on that a little bit. They did. Yep. That was and an she, interesting conversation. That was an interesting conversation. So she, what she was saying, she was saying that Kristen came out and said them some things about James, which we heard ourselves. And she dropped some little nuggets leading us to believe that their relationship wasn't only toxic, but potentially could have been abusive, whether it's mental abuse or physical abuse. I don't know. She didn't say, but she definitely alluded to some sort of abuse in their relationship. And what Rachel was saying is that she zipped it when Bravo offered her this other show. Which she stopped it, which talking it actually about it. seems to be true. Exactly. We haven't heard um, Kristen come out about anything else about James mm-hmm. in that relationship. No. And Rachel says she believes that there was some sort of abuse that took place because she lived with James and she saw a side of him that... Kristen was probably talking about and I do think James when he drinks was probably not only mentally abusive but maybe potentially physically abusive too we don't know no we don't then she talked about Sheena quite a bit and their friendship and she said she wasn't best friends with Ariana they weren't friends off camera But she was best friends with Sheena. And Sheena did let her stay at her apartment. Sheena kind of mothered her. Sheena said she was like a big sister kind of um, role in her life. And she said that Sheena kind of ran with this narrative that she was going to help her. Now, Sheena said she didn't pay rent. But Rachel says she did pay rent. And she took care of her cat. So I don't know what's true and what isn't true there. I bet she paid rent. For a little bit. I think she definitely took care of the cat. And I do believe that when she went on Sheena's podcast, that it was one of the highest rated podcasts. And Sheena told her that. So you're getting all these views and downloads. So I do understand what Rachel is saying in that regard. Like, listen, it was was even here. It was mutually I helped you as much as you helped me. Right. Um, I also believe the not best friends with Ariana thing. They never hung out on their own. When they hung out, it was with a group and it was really with Tom who she was hanging out with. Well, Tom is the one who invited her to all the events. It wasn't Ariana. And I don't see her really being friends with Ariana. I mean, casual friends, but not like best friends because they're just so different. And her explaining that, you know, everybody knew that Tom and Ariana's relationship was not great for a very long period of time. That's fine. But the fact that you did this behind her back, it doesn't matter if you're best friends. The narrative of you did this to your best friend, that whole thing is like, yeah, I mean, they weren't best friends. I mean, we all know that now. We know we know that Ariana and Raquel were not best friends. <laughs> Rachel still needs a lot of work. And I did not like when she said that she wouldn't have been involved with Tom if she thought that there was longevity in the relationship right. with him and Ariana. They, these people lived together. They slept in the same bed. Um, Tom led her to believe that it was a brand, you know, that Tom and Aria were a brand. I don't think Tom and Ariana were a brand. Well, he's trying to say that. He tried to say that to Ariana, remember? He tried to use that as the excuse of staying with Ariana for so long, that we're a brand. Yeah. They, they also, I mean, what did they do together as a brand? He well, had that's his, what I he mean. Had his shit. She didn't really have one. She No, I mean, they did the cocktail book. That was supposed to be her thing, and he pushed his way into that. But they, I didn't see them as a couple that was a brand. No. At all. Uh-uh. 
Now, Ariana did make out amazingly afterwards. She did move on rather quickly. She seemed very happy to be rid of Tom. It doesn't excuse Rachel from having this affair and lying. See, what she doesn't understand is, I don't really give a shit about any of it anymore. I'm so over it. Right. I do think it's odd. We just saw a video. They did a fundraiser for the Maui uh, victims of the Maui fire at, I guess, Sir. Mm -hmm. All of the Vanderpump cast came And when they're walking in, it's everybody in a row. And then it's Sheena, Ariana, happy as can be, and Tom right behind her. That was so weird to see. It was weird. When you've gone through such a huge thing, but you're in the same presence, like standing next to each other. Nobody was cheering for him, though. It was pretty fair. Ariana. And then they they skipped Sandoval and Schwartz. So the Vanderpump Rules Party podcast, they were there that night. They said there was tons of ladies albeit very drunk, all over Tom Sandoval wanting pictures with him. So he is being let back in, even though he's the, you know, bad guy. People are forgetting. People forget this shit very easily. I think Rachel is doing well. Stay out of it. She said she doesn't have any friends on the cast anymore. Not one. Mm -hmm. I don't think she had great friends on the cast anyway. We saw that. They didn't even really want her to go to their shit. Well, she's kind of an odd duck. I mean, she didn't really fit in with the cast. She wasn't friends with anybody when she was with James for five fucking years. True. She didn't get close to anybody. Well, that's because she had that stupid puppy party. They all (laughs) thought she was a weirdo. We haven't gotten to the dog yet. Also, these episodes are 28 minutes long. And she says they're on cut. They're definitely cut. You can hear the cuts in them. Well, they're cut. And then it ends. And you don't even know. Like, I think they're coming back. And it's the worst editing ever. Right. Were yeah. you listening? The going, production of it. What happened? Did my I, I finish it out? Yeah, I went to my phone thinking it froze or something because yeah, no, it just ended. Both times it just ends. <laughs> so but stupid. then they're going to do a YouTube video of the live version, un, quote uncut version. So they're saying that this is uncut. It's clearly cut. You can hear the cuts. Yeah, I can. edit. I know when a cut's happening. And knows a cut. Yeah. <laughs> um. And oh, she said something about when they were filming. She. This is what. She also refers to Scandaval. When they were filming Scandaval, that was so weird. Mm. She confronted Sandoval about the um, FaceTime. And then she goes into detail about being in a hotel room and then turning on a porn channel in the hotel room. Like, why do you need to go into that detail? Mm. So she brings it up on camera. And then after Sandoval says, why did you say that on camera? We remember this happening because it was when they picked up the cameras and he went to see her and she said on, on camera... Why did you film me without my um, permission? Permission. Yeah. He had them put the cameras down and he said he wouldn't film anymore unless they cut that and they cut it. Yeah. Oh, but what about, so she said he told her that for season 11, which is this upcoming season, they were offering him a producer role or producer title. Almost sounded like he turned it down or something. I don't know why he would do that. Makes no sense. But then they've come out. Bravo has come out and said, no, no, no. That was never offered. We wouldn't do that. So she's yeah, lying or he's crazy. lying to her. Yeah. Is he trying to get her back on by saying that? Well, she said producers were trying to get her back on under the guides of you need to tell your side of the story. And she's like, no. And I'm so glad she didn't because really there's no place for her anymore on that show. Well, she has no friends. She has no friends, but we've heard her story. We know what happened. What more could she do or say? Well, actually, this is telling her side of the story, but are we learning anything new that we didn't know before? No, absolutely no. I think it's important for her to say her piece. 
I'm working on myself. I pick the wrong guys. These people were not my friends. They treated me like shit. I agree with all that. This issue is deep rooted with her. I mean, she was trying to fit in and I think she was stopping at nothing to fit in. Right. And she just didn't have, it just didn't happen. Bethany said to her that everyone, Lisa, Andy, Tom, Ariana, they're all profiting and you're in the deficit. And she's not paying her to be on this podcast. And it is the number one podcast right now. So how dare you, Bethany, to go on and on and how she's not being compensated for everything they put her through. You're putting her through it again and not compensating her. But she wanted to be on Bethany's podcast. Yeah, but Bethany didn't ask her. Bethany didn't even know. She she hadn't even watched. She'd heard of this thing called Scandaval. She's so full of fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, I can't... I I want to listen to part three, but it just makes me angry because... Bethany, this is plastered all over everywhere. Rachel has reposted the podcast on her, you know, social media. Bethany has advertisers. She's making a lot of money off this interview at the expense of Rachel. Right. But she's pretending she's giving Rachel the platform to tell her side of the story. Rachel could have gone anywhere with this side of the story. She can gone. She could have gone way higher she than could Bethany. Have gone to Oprah. The reason she, I, yeah, she could have. The reason why Bethany got her was because Bethany's mom is a fan of fuck, or uh, Rachel's mom is a fan of Bethany, and she thinks Bethany's little fake lawsuit against Bravo has some legs. Well, there's people now coming out like Bethany may have mentioned me. I want nothing to do with that. Paige Desorbo came out like no. Heidi and Spencer oh, Heidi Pratt, and Spencer. they're like, yeah. no, 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 we're not part of that. Hire us. Hire us. Yeah, we'll take the abuse. <laughs> the only thing Bethany is right about is they do use tragedy, um, affairs, all this shit to make more money, to make us watch, to make it more interesting. Yes. We know they this. highlight it all. We know this. And she's right. That's why we're interested. But Bethany's doing the same fucking thing right now with her podcast and having Rachel on. And her just, you know, repeating the transcript and all the horrible things that were said. And then she starts, Bethany starts crying. It's like, really, Bethany, really? <laughs> you know, you it, we know what was said. Do you have to really repeat it again so that Rachel has to hear it again? The, the other thing with Rachel is she didn't really say, you know, I... I'm so sorry for what I did. She's she's like trying to take her power back because she was beaten down after this. And, and listen, I understand that. She was totally beaten down by everybody. But she's like, I acknowledge the hurt that I brought a lot of people. I was not careful with my actions. Yeah. And I was not thinking in the long term. Saying that you're not careful with your actions is bizarro. Yeah, it's not that, taking accountability. That's completely bonkers to me. Yeah, it You're just not doesn't careful. sound like, like, what did she, what did they work on for 90 well, days? I'm, I'm just trying to what, figure it out. She wrote with her left hand and she wrote Rachel <laughs> and that's what. <laughs> like I said, I don't really give a shit anymore. It's so, it's so beyond, like everybody's over it. I'm, I'm over it too. It was fantastic watching this all unfold. Well, because we had an insight closed you know, close up and personal view of what went down without even knowing it at the time. Exactly. And I'm sorry that, you know, people went hard on her. It was, yeah, people are fucking ridiculously mean. She still did what she did. I think the fact that she's off, she got help. 
she's not coming back on. Good for her. But for her to come back now, like, well, when I think about it, I went through all the shit and I didn't get any money for all that shit I went through. It's like, what are you talking about? You put yourself through that shit. Yeah. You had the affair, whatever. It's still an affair if somebody's in a long-term relationship. It's still an affair. What she did was wrong. She's, you know, she's the victim. She's in turning this- into her, herself being the victim instead of coming out and saying, listen, like, I really know what I did was fucked up. She kind of did that more in the beginning. Now I feel like she's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, that I just wasn't myself this last season. <laughs> that, that, that's what she came away with. I just wasn't myself. All my friends that have known me forever know that that wasn't me. Okay, but you still fucking did it. I don't know. Like, does, <laughs> she's always been socially awkward. And I think that was one of the biggest issues. Somebody like that doesn't belong on reality TV. Right. And I think the producers took full advantage of using her. I, I 100%. She was a good soldier. Did. She yeah. did what they told her to do. Right. And it got her ass in trouble. So... Anyway, all right. Well, well I will well, definitely three tomorrow. <laughs> listen to part three and we may have a thing or two to say. But after this, it just needs to die. Yeah. I mean, it, goes, the, it needs to go away. They did talk about the ratings. Of course, they were through the roof. Everybody knew about Scandaval. They said previously that probably would have been canceled because people are over Vanderpump. But now all these, everybody's coming back. So, yeah, you know, and people are pissed because they're friendly again with Sandoval. I'm really pissed about Lala because she went psycho about the whole Scandaval thing and just you know was so brutal to not only Rachel but to Tom and I'm not saying it wasn't warranted but she's completely flipped and I understand these people have to work together but I mean you're gonna really roll it that but far wait, back what has she done that has made her completely flip well there's been clips of her hugging sandoval and you know I, I understand you have to work with these people but to the extent when she was the most outspoken of everyone mm-hmm. and now you're the one who's rolling it all the way back come on well they'll say it's all for filming So there's definitely something they put on for the cameras. Of course, everybody does that when they know the cameras are on. Yeah, I've actually been to Sir when they're filming. And obviously, they're in that back one banquet room. They come out, they do their scene, and then they go back into that. So it's not like they're actually working and filming at the same time. They have scenes that they film. Well, yeah, they're put in scenarios that they normally wouldn't be put in. Of course, Bethany kept saying... To Rachel, like, yeah, they um, cultivate this environment. You know, you would never be with these people otherwise. Okay, but you are doing a show. You signed up for the right, show. Right. I'm not saying you signed up to have an affair and do the dr- and all that shit, but you still signed up for the show. Right. You didn't have to have an affair with Tom. Like, I'm sorry, that's on you, Rachel. Well, and she sought it out. She said that she was a um, DJ girl or DJ. Like, she was really into DJs and she'd go and try to get seen by the DJ so she knew and we we know the story that she went to see James and she made a point because she knew he was on the show and we know that story oh I'm exhausted I'm talking know, about sorry this. it was a lot can we do we the other big drama was the Julie and Brandy getting fired from Sirius XM I Jeff Lewis live after show I know and I really really like that show so <sighs> much so of course we are big Jeff Lewis live fans yeah because we are we love the messiness of Jeff Lewis um, Julian Brandy were often regulars on his show. He had this off spurt channel that was brand <laughs> off-spurt. new off spurt. Well, it was like channel 789, but it was only Jeff on Lewis the app. live channel. 
you couldn't get it just on Sirius Radio. It was only on the app. Yeah. It was this is a weird thing. Anyway, they were doing a after show where they would have the people that were on Jeff Lewis Live come down the hall. They were taping it and they would do an after show and talk about things that went on. Very Howard Stern after show-esque. And it was fun. I loved it. And they would go in deep about Jeff Lewis because they're good friends with him. And it just came like this last week that they were fired. Jeff went on and really told his side of the story because that's what he can do having his radio show. He was saying that they kind of had three strikes, you're out. They were told a few times they shouldn't do things. There were certain parts of the show that they wanted they wanted to do and Sirius Radio didn't want that. You know, they have their own show. They have their own Patreon and they're used to handling everything on their own and they're not used to having a boss tell them what to do. So there was a little bit of pushback there, but I, they kept pushing and pushing and pushing. This is all according to Jeff. Yeah, the Alyssa, the producer who annoys the hell out of me. She actually, she used to be on the Amy Phillips show also. She's a producer that's on mic a lot. Too much. And a lot of producers are not on mic. Alyssa offers her giggles and her side comments a lot. Yeah, she chimes in way too much. It was very annoying to me. They did not want her on mic. They wanted guests. Jeff didn't want guests or the the station didn't want guests. They didn't want them for as long as they had them. They wanted to have the guests the whole time. And Which the, I thought the guests were great. Yeah, I'm not sure why the purpose. I guess what the they wanted it more of a call in. Yeah, type Sirius show. wanted a have the guests on for the first two segments and then have call ins the next two segments. But the problem with the call ins was it wasn't a big enough show to have people calling in from all over the world at all. It was like just starting out. I think you can wait it out a little bit before you get the call-ins because what was happening where they were having the same five people call in every fucking episode. Exactly. I much rather have a guest. They were great with the guests. So the guests would be on Jeff's show. Then they'd go over to the after show um, and sort of recap. And it was a good, it was the best show. I know. I loved it. And then on Fridays, they were doing Flipping Out Friday. They were re-watching Flipping Out from season one and they would talk about it. I never listened to that because I was just kind of like, man. Yeah. First, they canceled Flipping Out Friday. So I think with Julie and Brandy, well, then they were very inappropriate in a meeting. And we heard this and they even admitted that they probably crossed a line with one of the head guys at Sirius. Jeff is saying Sirius is the one that wanted them fired. He fought for them. But at some point, it was too they late. just pushed it yeah. too much. And I do believe that. I think they have an idea for a show. Sirius had their idea for the show. Something in me tells me that they thought once they were in there and doing their thing, that Sirius would be like, this is great. Let's keep their format. Where Sirius was like, no, the format we wanted is this, that, and the other, and you're not doing it. And nor are you complying with when we tell you you need to do our formula. Yeah. And people on, because we follow the Jeff Lewis Live Facebook page, people are livid that they've been fired. They're talking about canceling serious and canceling jet you know it's just like come on so today on their patreon we've got we have listeners who have told us that they're on their patreon and they are not fully telling their side of the story but they're saying that it was a toxic environment and brandy actually like broke down a little bit because of course this has affected the friendship with jeff lewis you know once you're in jeff lewis's orbit to be cut out of that orbit is a big big fucking deal yeah Now, Andrew Freund, which was another 
chump of Jeff Lewis, another friend of Jeff Lewis. What did he do? I forgot. I don't know. He knew a secret. He said to Jeff, oh, he I may, used it to hold yeah, it over he, his he head. He was like, yes. oh, you don't want that? Then I may tell the secret about you sort of thing. And Jeff was like, a friend wouldn't do that. Now, of course, this was Jeff's side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of cut Andrew out, but he constantly makes jabs at Andrew in a funny way. Like, we think it's funny because it's like Andrew's not his friend anymore. And I just saw something, whether it's true or not, that Andrew has filed some sort of lawsuit against Jeff Lewis. Now, Jeff has said there's a lot of business dealings I'm having to deal with right now. So one was definitely Julie and Brandy. And it could be, the other one could be the Andrew Freud lawsuit. Jeff, as much as we love listening to Jeff and he cracks us up, he does not know how to keep his mouth shut sometimes. No, but that's why we like to listen to him. So it's hard because I want to know all the shit he's saying. When he finally talked about Brandy and Julie, I was like, oh my God, this is it. <laughs> now we fucking know what happened. He tells you everything, but it's also from his side of the story. Yeah. As well as his relationship. You know, Well, we've heard him rip Stu up one side oh, and down the other. And they're on again, off again. Now, he has not said much about Stu lately. No, but Stu is going to be hosting an after show next week. So yes. they must be back, you and, know, back and off pause. Stu was with him at the Trace, Trace Amigas, Amigas yeah. show. So are they back on? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. A lot going on in Jeff Lewis. I don't know how many of our listeners actually listen to him. Well, we've been Jeff Lewis fans yeah. since the beginning, beginning of, of flipping, flipping out. out. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's a fucking mess, but he's a great mess to listen to because he tells you everything. He's our mess. He's our mess. <laughs> God, we went on very long about. I know, Gina. We... That's the end of the show. <laughs> we have you so for, much more. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're just getting started. This is going to be a long episode. Part two and three will be out later this week. (laughs) Like for part two. Okay, let's touch on Britney Spears. Okay, before we talk about (laughs) this, I think I know why they're getting divorced. Why? Have you, did you see her video on Instagram where she's on the stripper pole? Well, Gina, have you seen her videos at all? They're all fucking crazy. The stripper pole. What? That was worse than the rest of she's them? She's like, hey, y'all got a new stripper pole. And she's oh. doing all kinds of pole moves. She's it, a mess. The Her Instagram I, I, is the most fascinating thing. The the love of the below the hips. Oh. Shorts. Barely skirts, covering your cooch bikini bottoms. I do, I'm not. Listen, she looks great. I, I get. I don't know. It's so confusing. Her hair is a wild mess. Looks like my perm mess. <laughs> her makeup is atrocious. Black eyes. She's all over the place. But the videos are cut. Like somebody's doing that for her. She's doing weird shit. The music is weird. The dancing is weird. The locations are weird. The, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's fascinating. The stripper pole was a lot, though. So you I think mean, that was I'm just that kidding. <laughs> No, so he filed for divorce. He's alleging that she had an affair with some house staff person. Um, But he is reportedly, per TMZ, he is contesting the prenup. And then I also read something that if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to spill all of her secrets. But there has to be some NDA. Of course. So I don't know if he's a good guy or not. I mean, if you're contesting a prenup, probably not a good guy. Here's my thing. She was doing all the shit when you were with her. Well, that's the thing. Okay, you knew what you were getting into when you married her. You knew she was not okay. She was not okay. And you never see them together. Never. Well, because he's probably off doing his own thing. He's hot. He's cute. (laughs) 
but I, he might be a little sketch. I, I we don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah, so this is going to be a big ugly mess. Yep. Um, I have to. Talk, I want to tell you what I've been watching this week. What? Well, I went and saw Oppenheimer. Yes. Did you see it? No. no. It's three hours because Anne. it's three hours. It was the best three hour. I'm no joke. What would you rate it? <laughs> God, here we go. <laughs> Gina's saying that because. Me and Dan had this huge, <laughs> di- I'll say discussion in quotation marks, in front of, of you and your husband all discussions. about the rating of Oppenheimer. And I said, I walked out of that saying, this movie was a 10. It was so well done. Plus, Dan and I just were at Hiroshima last year. So it really filled in a lot of holes, gaps for me personally. Yeah. He was like, I think it's an 8.5. I said, it's a 10. And he goes, then that means it's the best movie you've ever seen. I'm like, all right. I've seen a lot of movies that I consider tens. I mean, I have a lot of best movies I've ever seen then. I mean, it's so stupid to say that. I just think it was a very good movie. The three hours for me went by quickly. I'll watch it when it comes streaming. Yeah, you can. You can. I'll give you permission. What else? Are, uh, I'm, I'm still watching Love Island. Okay. Or what episode are you? How uh, far are like you? Like 10? Oh. Have you even got How to Casa How many episodes Amor? are they? Have you got to Casa more? No. I'm on the episode where Bergie is just a fucking nervous wreck. <laughs> Bergie, like, Bergie, I mean, I can't say anything because I'm so far ahead of you. Yeah, don't say anything. But Listen, it's not it's not UK, but it moves very quick. And um, Casa Amor is spicy. Well, Bergie and Carmen, is it Carmen, the mm-hmm. blonde? Yeah. I just don't understand why what she sees in Bergie. But I, he I cannot, gets nervous. I literally cannot say anything to you because you're so far behind. Okay, well, Victor... And Bergie have a little, you know, moment and Bergie just can't even deal with it. He's got to walk away and he might have even cried. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) As we've said before, Bergie is on the wrong show. Bergie, but they all love Bergie, except the guys aren't really loving Bergie so much anymore. The girls love him. They're like, don't mess with our Bergie. I will say that Bergie, he grows and learns about, I think they all learn about themselves through this process. Him in particular, I mean, He's coming from like zero. So he's moving along. You know, he's. Oh, good. So there is growth in Bergie. There's definitely growth in Bergie. Okay. Because when he said to Carmen, is it okay if I give you a compliment? And she's like, sure. He's like, you're you're a badass. It's like, no, Bergie. Bergie still says to girls, he'll go, let's go. Oh. It's like, oh, Bergie. He's the biggest nerd. But they love him. All right. So that's all I watched. Um, no, we both finished The Bear season two. Oh, okay. So what'd you think? Oh, we both had one issue and that was the freezer issue. I will just say that when I was 21, I worked for the health department. No, no, no. I would say 19. Anyway, I worked at the health department for San Francisco like six months. It was a little internship I had. And one of the big things, there's no fucking way that that would pass inspection with the freezer breaking. Well, yeah. Someone can get trapped in there. Of course. And there's always a handle inside. Well, that's it what just, I told Troy. I go, why is there not a handle inside? Yeah. I mean, obviously it was important to the story, but um, season two for me was far superior. There was a few um, parts in season two that were that same chaotic energy, but the um, the growth of Richie for me, Loved it. All of their growth. There better be a season three. There's going to there be. There has to be. Yeah. There's too many loose ends. Oh, yeah. Plus, it's nominated for Emmys and stuff. Okay. I watched two <clears throat> shows on Netflix. One I finished, <laughs> and it's been talked about, Mer People. 
Oh God, is that the mermaid one? Mm-hmm. It's not just mermaids; they're mermen, mer people. And yeah, okay, it's a serious business. Um, it's kind of sad. It's not fake. Like these are real people who are committed to the cause of being mer people. It. Wait a minute. It's not fake, but it's people committed to the cause. Yeah, they're. So do they wear tails? Yeah, but they're not like. But they're not like thinking they're mer mer people. They perform they're performers who perform as mer people you know like when you go to bars and there's people in tanks and there's mermaids well, yeah yeah there's a big sector of them in florida oh shocker <laughs> shocker <laughs> so is it like the people that dress up like uh what do, what do you call whatever them? you're gonna say sure like the cosmo animals co- oh oh um what do they call those it's cosplay cosplay, uh, but- cosplay um not puffins (laughs) something like that yeah yeah it's i i guess i get i don't i don't say i get it but it's just a sector of the world i'm like huh so this are you thinking about it Anne? yeah possibly (laughs) it's hard so is this a documentary it's not a document it's just follow it's a reality show where they're following these people but it's not put on they're real are they interesting people yes okay they're they're quote interesting people okay um, the other one that I just, it's amazing down to love. Oh, is that like love on the spectrum? Yes. People with Down syndrome. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they're all different ages and it is. Okay. Oh, I, oh my God. I'm watch it is. It. it is. Honestly, I have a grin on my face the entire time. The way they speak to each other, the passion, the honesty. So there's this one guy that speaks like three languages and he falls in Well, He meets this girl. He's a poet. He uh, says he's gone on like three dates with this girl. He's writing her love stories. He's sending her pictures of him with a rose in her his mouth. I mean, it's hilarious. And she is all for it. She's very into Renaissance, the era, dressing and everything. So she's a romantic. And he says to the producer, I don't like her. And she's like, what? And he says, I love her. <laughs> and there's this other couple who meet. They instantly fall in love. They're so cute together. And um, they want to have sex. Oh, yeah. So they um, I'm on the episode where they are together and it's his 21st birthday. And it's funny because, the, you know, the parents are talking about it. They send them somewhere like to this. Oh, oh, they expert. Oh, no, they send them to an expert to talk about sex. So, yeah, I mean, they they are at this Airbnb for his 21st birthday. And we shall see. They're oh very lovey and kissy. And he outwardly says for my birthday. I want to have sex. <laughs> I kind of love it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's really just like a heartfelt, warm smile on my face show. It's in New Zealand. Also. Okay. I know. Well, so is um, Love on the Spectrum. I've been waiting for another uh, season of Love on the Spectrum. Should we talk about oh, The Bachelorette? Mental all. It was uh, what I expected it to be. I mean, Brayden got a lot of shit. Shit. Brayden, got, Brayden was the whole show. Brayden was the whole show. The whole I thing honestly was, was about like, Brayden. oh yeah, Brayden. I forgot about Brayden. We already know he's on Bachelor in Paradise. Shocker. Yeah, we knew that I mean, was we happening. We knew that was going to happen. Did you hear all this stuff about Pilot Pete? No. Is he on? Pilot, well, he's the Pilot Pete that's on charity season. Oh, he was only FP? on yes. FP? Yes. Well, yeah, I heard about it on this show. Well, yeah. And then there was, but I didn't even know who he was because he was booted night one, he but was, I guess he was such an asshole Everybody hated him. They were doing all these social media posts with a little FP in the side pocket. It meant fuck Peter. 
But I didn't know any of this was going on. Nobody knew. Nobody would have known. You think anybody knew what FP meant? No. And then somebody told him that all these men had this little FP in their posts. He tried to use it to gain followers and attention and sympathy. And everybody was like, yeah, it was stupid. But you wouldn't have known what the fuck we were talking about. Nobody knew because nobody knew you. Exactly. He he did seem like a jerk. When uh, Jesse asked him, you know, if he did that, did you say you were going to make t-shirts out of it? He's like, I don't, I don't recall. Yeah, no, no, that. I didn't sell anything. But as soon as filming stopped, he was in the group text being like, hey, um, how are people going about endorsements? Like you were kicked off night one, dude. Yeah, forget about yeah. it. So it sounds like Braden is a psych nurse because he was talking to Charity about uh, both. They both work in, in psychiatry. Yeah. So that's, you think that's what he does? Oh, well, he's I a think, nurse. He's a ner- traveling nurse. I can't imagine a traveling psych nurse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? That's what he said. Whatever. He doesn't. It doesn't matter. He went on to. I mean, he seems like a fine person. He got caught up in what is the bachelorette. That's what he tried to make it seem like his bad boy behavior was really that he was just caught up in the moment. And he really liked her and couldn't handle all these other men dating her. That's the fucking mm. show. Also, he's 24. Right, right. So what about Xavier coming back? And I kind of bad. felt bad for him. Me too. I thought she was very kind of dismissive of him and kind of cold. Well, I also felt like she said all she needed to say on the show to him. He outwardly says, I've been through counseling. I can't believe what I saw myself do. Yeah. I mean, he was very humbled. Mm-hmm. By all of it. And then she turns around. She was kind of mean to him. She was. I didn't like that. She let him go. She's supposedly happily engaged now. Like, why does this bother you so much with Xavier? Like, well, that that was too much for me. And then he knitted her that rose. Yeah, that was And she sad was just kind of like, oh. Like, oh, thanks. I, I kind of liked Xavier. Listen, he's young, too. He cheated on an ex. Is that all he's going to be known for all his life? I hope he goes to paradise if he does I bet he doesn't because he said he was working on himself and I feel like somebody who was doing that felt like he fucked up and he doesn't want to because paradise is very quickly that's true I think that blonde haired guy went to paradise the one who like walked that invited himself up that was weird that was weird I I, I never liked him I did Sean what's his name Sean yeah Sean okay but let's just move ahead to the Gary (laughs) Anne this who is gonna I mean we're gonna watch clearly because we want to talk about it who is watching Gina? Gary. Do you understand that most people who saw this promo of Gary, who who saw Gary come out, think he's amazing? Oh my God, look at this 70 something <laughs> year old guy. He seems so hip. I don't have much against Gary, other than the fact that there's the rumors out there that, you know, I don't know. Can I separate myself from that? We, we don't even know if that's true. Well, they're they're trying to act like he knows nothing about social media and he doesn't know anything about what's trending. He's got daughters and granddaughters. Who do you they think? They have clued him who in. Who do you think sent him in as a possibility for this show? He understands enough. When they showed him that, oh God, it made me sick when they... <laughs> Listen, maybe it's because this is right around our corner. Maybe this is why it's hitting us so strongly. Wait, it made you sick? (laughs) When they showed him like playing pickleball and fuck. fuck. Oh, pickleball. I think he seems like a nice guy. 
what are we going to see? I don't know. All the younger people think Gary is so great. I fucking love Gary's the man. Well, I mean, they're clearly trying to pull at your heartstrings of with, with his story. Right. I mean, um, he was with his wife since high school. It was sad. Of course it's sad. Gary's had um, quite the glow up, too. I, thank you. That I was going to say, Gary is a guy that in his older years... He looks quite nice. He has a nice head of hair. He has brand new fucking teeth. His <laughs> his physique is very nice. Because he plays pickleball. He plays, but he's active. And he's he has a good sense of humor. So, Does he? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We will. Uh... And I don't know what it is that bothers me about people thinking it's so cute. and It's not. Oh, look at Gary. It's like. I don't know. I guess I, I think I'm feeling a little bit like I know he's much older than us. Yeah. But I'm feeling a little bit like, are there going to be ladies our age on there for Gary? And plus, do you want to see them making out? And well, stuff? no, I don't. I it's don't. not cute. No, it's not. I think Dan asked me, what age do you think will be on there? Like, how low do you think the lady, how young do you think the ladies will be? And I said, for for me personally, who just had a birthday. And I'm not 60, but I will say I feel like Gary is way too old for me. Oh, 100%. <laughs> thank you, Gina. As for you, too. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, okay. thank you. So if there are people our age that are on there, I'm going to feel like, ugh, I just feel like there will be. But also. What do you think the youngest age will be? I would say late 50s, maybe. But we're also very young, well, we think. We're very young-minded. I think Gary is young-minded for, what is he, 71, 70? I think, I think so, yeah. Or he 70, just 70. 71, yeah. I think Gary's young for 70. But he didn't know what trending was. <laughs> I just feel like we're going to know all this when we're 70. Like, when I told somebody how old I turned, they were quite shocked. <laughs> quite <laughs> shocked. As they should be. As ladies of a certain age, they better not be our age for Gary. I'm going to, I just think, no. There's going to be ladies 55 and above there for Gary. And I, I, I don't know. I would hope they would be 60 and above. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> because I draw the line at 60. <laughs> because we are not there yet. And our age ladies would not be there for Gary. All right. Let's All right. On. Oh God. All right. Let's talk about Atlanta. There was no OC this week. No. Why? Why? Wait. Was there? No. No. There was. You know that Tuesday night. I'm like, what the hell? There was nothing. nothing literally was on. nothing on. I know. That's when I watched Murphy. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> so Atlanta actually liked this one. This it was one okay. I liked. It was okay. It was Drew's wellness retreat. Cynthia's showing up quite a bit. Uh, yeah, she's back in. I kind of like it in the fold. Ralph shows up. So they have this wellness retreat for basically because Drew's sister had gone through some mental health issues. So they're having this wellness retreat at this. What was it? A house, a resort, a like a mansion. It looked like a mansion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which they completely redid. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. And then Ralph shows up and he ignores Drew and he's upset. Totally gives her the cold shoulder. All the ladies knew and noticed. That's so obvious because she hugged Ross before. So stupid. Ralph, get He's, over it. We know, obviously, they're going through their shit right now on the show. Right. So she brings up, so they do this little exercise thing. They have some green juice or something in lunch, and then they go outside and do this drop it with Drew. 
And dropping it with Drew doesn't even exist anymore. I, I mean, they had Marlo in the interview saying, let me see, drop it with Drew. Nope, nope, here it is. Can't find the page anymore. No, it's gone. I checked. I didn't realize it was even a thing anymore. Well, it probably well, wasn't not, for but a very long time. Trying to make it happen still. So then we find out a little more information about this personal chef thing mm. that brought food over to Drew's house, I guess, as a sample. It, there was hair in it. So instead, which very bizarre, instead of having her cook, they ask her to be the nanny. I, I, none of it makes <laughs> sense. Somebody brings something over. There's a hair in it. You pull the fucking hair out. Did they mention the hair at the time? They are liars, Drew and Ralph are liars. But who goes from being a personal chef to a nanny? And then and, and it went from owing $1,000 to owing $10,000. And it also went from Drew representing herself to now attorneys are involved. Yeah. See, so it, it's, it's not all, They're up. just shady. They do shady business deals. That's Drew and Ralph. Now, this birthday dinner that Sheree had at Nobu, so she invited just close friends. I don't know how many people were there. Candy wasn't invited. Um, Cynthia was invited. I don't know who else was invited. But the issue was, or the discussion was about Martell not picking up the bill. Mm -hmm. And everybody had to send a like, Venmo Sheree money for their meal. Yeah, it was a $1,500 meal. And her boyfriend didn't pick up the bill. And not just that, he asked people to chip in. And Sheree said, I'm not paying for, you know, why should I pay? You're coming to my birthday. You should be paying for me. You're, because you're inviting them <laughs> to your birthday dinner. That is kind of my pet peeve. If you're inviting someone as your guest, there's an assumption that you are paying, right? Or make it be known, this is where we're going. Right. If you'd like to if come. If you'd like to come, it's this much money or exactly. something. I think that's tacky as fuck. It's no host or whatever. No host birthday dinner. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was weird. We know Sheree doesn't pay for stuff. No. This has come up before All with of her. It. So is she still with Martel? I think so. Really? I think so. So if he's this, you know, big wig... Whatever he does, is he? Well, they asked her what Martel got for her birthday, and she said an Alexander McQueen handbag. And she, she, she goes, you know, it was the Hemet bag or something. I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find it because mm. I wanted to see how much it was. But she said, you know, he doesn't like high-end design. He doesn't like giving high-end designer gifts. Okay. <laughs> okay, Sheree. <laughs> yeah, because... Way he, to justify but it. But he can't afford your fucking birth $1,500 birthday dinner. Yeah. What about when they were taking the picture at the mental health retreat and Sonia was trying to let them know she's pregnant and she flashes her shirt. And just like anything else, when you're in a group photo like that and you show everybody the group photo, you're only looking at yourself. Of course. You're first, not looking yeah. at literally anybody else. So she's like, look at, look at the whole picture. Nobody fucking saw it. One person saw it. So what about when Drew and Ralph went out for their date night and she was saying, listen, I am getting more booked. I'm going to be doing the movie with Candy. And um, she said, you know, I need you to step it up a little bit. And what a fucking asshole. He goes, you know, you're just getting booked and busy. I'm always booked and busy and nobody's helping me out. You're going to be gone for 10 days filming. First of all, it only takes 10 days to film a whole movie. Oh, She's I, one of the lead characters. I mean, it's like straight to streaming, right? I, I mean, did they even make the movie? It doesn't. 
sound like it's... Did you know Monietta was in the movie? And so was... Um, well, I saw her at the table read. Yeah. And Shamia, I think, was sitting there also. They're they all were. in the movie? Are they actors? I don't know. Also, what Ralph said when they were having a conversation, and this really pissed me off, is this is very intellectual what I'm saying. As if she can't, can't comprehend. Understand. And she's like, I went to college. Like, I have my yeah. degree. I graduated early. It so- wasn't that complicated, Ralph. No. You're booked and busy. You're going to Vegas in Magic Mike. Please. Please. <laughs> He's a real asshole, that Ralph. So Ralph moved out of the bedroom. Yeah. And she, we, we hear her talking to the counselor. I mean, we know it's over. It needed to be over long ago. Well, she's kind of like finding her voice yeah in this relationship and she's just not going to put up with it anymore and good for her because he's a real asshole and he's a powder you know one of those that doesn't get his way or whatever and you just they ice you out that's right so goodbye he's so controlling she's such a strong woman too it's always interesting when you see these real strong women and then there are these asshole husbands. Well, that happens a lot. It happens a lot, especially on Housewives. Especially in the world of business. And then you mm. see at home, they have no say. But yeah. in the working environment, they're bulldogs. Yes. A lot of I've documentaries about times. I've seen it many <laughs> times. So next week, Sheree throws a sip and see for her granddaughter. Yes. I, I thought Phaedra was the sip and see phase. I didn't know that, what, 10 years later, we're still doing sip and sees? I think it's a... It's a big thing in the South. I don't think they do it out West. I've never heard of one. No, I think it's a Southern thing. Nobody even knew that she, Sheree even had a grandchild. Well, I mean, I think they're doing it for the show, but I mean, do they, do you do it for your grandchild or? I don't know. It's like a post pregnancy like shower. shower. All right. NYC. This um, was kind of a heavy, Jessel heavy episode. Yes, for sure. I mean that we are getting to, we are getting to know these ladies and um, they seem to be getting to know each other now too. The, yeah, while they film. So did you hear that right now? Bryn and Sai, we see are pretty close, good friends. Sai did the Friendsgiving, the Brinsgiving, and in real life, apparently, Sai has said that Bryn basically said some things that Sai told her in confidence. Really? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we'll see that play out on the show, but they don't speak right now. Interesting, because yeah. they're the closest in the group. I, like I think real so. friends, right? Yeah. So Jessel's hosting a party for a designer that she, quote, represents. Um, I didn't think it was that big of a deal when she met with Aaron out, and Aaron, Aaron didn't know that she was back working. Do you have to call? I mean, it depends on how close of friends you are. If you're not really close friends, then why do you need to call and let someone know, hey, I'm working? No, but when Aaron was like, oh, so you're doing this are you back working like Aaron yeah. was just curious She's like yes I've been back working it's like geez okay well you're not that good of friends she didn't know yeah I don't know I think Aaron gets a lot of shit she does they but all, I really like Aaron I do I think she's very cool calm and collected she's been making the podcast rounds yeah quite she has a bit yeah she's, none of the other ladies have no but she seems very down to earth yeah I she know. just kind of says it like it is. Right. Well, she's also on the podcast talking about apparently she supported Trump in a campaign. So now she's going around well, defending maybe. that and saying, yeah. I never would have done that now, blah, 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 blah. I think that's why she's doing the podcast rounds. But I don't know anybody else from here that are doing that's doing the podcast rounds. No, not from not on not NYC. From York, no. So is sex talk um, this common with women of this age at the dinner table? I don't know. I mean, it comes up every single time. And 
they get pretty deep. Yeah. Descriptive. Their, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need to talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to talk about it's not really, it. Not I don't really need top of mind. <laughs> At least not in our friend group anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. When we get together Saturday, guess what topic I'm bringing up? <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm going to go around the Please room. Please do. Let's play the games that these ladies play and see if it flies. <gasps> oh, my God. Can you imagine? <gasps> Let's just do it. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Gina's having a... Uh, there's five of us ladies getting together at her house. So, yeah. But we also learned about Sai and how she came to be and... Her whole blog. I mean, she started years ago with a blog and then it evolved. Oh, my God. She seems to make a lot of fucking money. She has two assistants. Talk about success story. Really? She got in at the ground floor of when blogging was a big thing. She learned how to code. Yeah. You had a code to blog? Not that I'm aware of. (laughs) People, hey, our friends still think we do a blog, that this is a fucking blog. This is true. This is true. A radio show or a blog. We'll see. Will they ask? Will anybody ask on Saturday night how the um, radio show is going? You know, I don't know that they care really. No, they won't ask at all. They don't. Yeah, they don't ask. Mm-mm. But we can talk about Let's it. Do, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it anyway. When Jessel and Aaron meet and Jessel makes the comment, and Aaron's a real estate broker, a real estate agent. I mean, Aaron comes from money. We know yes, this. Yes. And lives in Tribeca. And Jessel says, Tribeca is really up and coming. <laughs> And apparently, see, I don't know New York real estate that well, but apparently it's not up and coming. It's there. And it's one of the highest priced areas in Manhattan. Well, there's the Tribeca Film Festival, Anne. I mean, shit, you're right. On the map. (laughs) I think Brooklyn is up and coming, right? Or is it already Uh, up? uh, I think, Gina, you don't know anything about Brooklyn. No, we don't. Jessel does make a few references that she did not come from money. And she has made all her own money. But I don't know what kind of money that is. I think her husband does quite well. And I don't know what she really does. Like, I guess the people that were at this party that she had are very high end. Um, what about that did fucking... Did you see uh, the people the at Vogue her party? Edi- but the Vogue editor? Have you ever seen that woman? Well, she looks like that The artist. You know the one that's doing the Louis Vuitton right now at the Dots? Kusama? This lady, this Kusama, lady with the, the red Japanese hair and the lady. red... Yeah. Oh, she's kind of like doing there was a huge one. In fact, when we were in Australia, in Sydney, we walked by the Louis Vuitton store and yeah. there were dots. Oh, all yeah, over, yeah, yeah. And it had her head, the artist. Oh, the Japanese lady with yeah. the red short hair. Yeah, yeah. This lady looked like that. She had she red hair. Like she had the red dots. Yes. I think she's trying to look like the artist. She's the editor at Vogue. Huh? Mm. But there were some mm. high end people there. But. They were drinking the wine and they mm, said it was two buck chuck. It was cheap wine. I just know what wine I like and what wine I don't like. That's all. I don't care how much it costs, but yeah, if for them to be like, oh God, I mean, it must've been bad because any they wine, said it was bad. any wine $20 and above is going to taste fine. So that wine was less than $20. <laughs> Sounds like it was. <laughs> This whole, I, that her whole party with people showing up. I mean, they were all quite impressed with the people that were there. And those handbags were pretty cute. Yeah, they were. I liked them. <laughs> okay. So crappy lake. These ladies are wrapping it up. We are coming to the end. They are doing things to Benton, Illinois that no one has been able to accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> They are movers and they are shakers. Here's what I think. I think, how long do you think they're there? 
four weeks a month? No, that long? I would oh. say two weeks at the most. Oh, I think we can get that done in a week. I say me and you go oh, there. We can, yeah. We could get all of that done in a week. Now, this Christmas in July, it was it was in a corner of the square. It wasn't like throughout the whole square. It was confined to a very small area. Well, they can't keep they can't keep snow well, in that know, whole but they, area. They did the aerial shot, and I'm like, "What? Oh my god, their outfits!" And then that one guy <laughs> was like, they "Look like they look like hookers." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh god, <laughs> so inappropriate." Also, the reveal of their rooms oh, the that renovation? are the special rooms. I was looking for the renovation. I mean, thank you. I was like, "Where is it? Where is it?" They've been in that room so long that anything better looks fantastic to them. They put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, that's what they did. Well, the carpet looked like some inexpensive office type uh, carpet. And then the only thing they did was replace the vanity. <laughs> it was so mediocre. It, it was, was and put some shutter doors <laughs> on the they're closet. they're calling it their sweets. No, there's no uh, suite. There's no suite. And the so guy funny. that owns the hotel's like, well, now we can, we can charge like, $89, maybe 90 maybe 120 Well, like, it is a motel, Gina. True. Big difference between an H&M. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I did like when they did the mural and the outside seating area. I'm the like, furniture. there we go. They needed a fire pit in the middle. That's what I would suggest. And some string lights. String lights yes. make everything look better. Absolutely. See? See what we could get done? Just throw up if some it was us. Costco bistro <laughs> lights and it changes the world. Of course, they're getting ready for the follies. Sonia has zero rhythm. Luann takes it way too seriously. <laughs> but but Sonia is actually, she actually gets the town. She's nice to the people. I mean, not that Luann's not. not Luann's nice, but Luann thinks she's up here and they're down here. You, oh, you just 100%. know it. And you know that Luann feels like they're loving what we're doing. I feel like Sonia's becoming friends with them. Like she is one of them. Yeah, I That's agree. the difference. I, I mean, like, they're both very nice there, but I don't know. There's that feeling that Luann is the countess. Well, of course. Sonia's way more down to earth. But I do think that Luann can put on a better show than Sonia. Luann knows more about putting on a show than Sonia. Now, was Paula flown in just strictly to help these girls with their dance routine? Paula looks fucking amazing. Yeah, she does. She can still dance. There's a commercial out with her dancing. I'm like... What the hell? Mm -hmm. She had like, remember she had like huge back surgery or something? I think she's older than we are. Oh, I think she is too. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And do kids know who Paula Abdul is? Those young girls, I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Because she hasn't been on American Idol for years. No, I just wonder if she's still, like, I mean, I think she's amazing. I love Paula Abdul. But I just don't think that those young girls knew who Paula Abdul was. I don't think so either. I think They gave her a warm welcome, but still. Yeah, they weren't like, oh my God, Paul Abdul. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is next week the final finale with the it Follies? It has to be. It has final, to be. Final Folly finale. What's left in the town to do? Uh, They've nothing. done everything. They've done everything. They've done it all. Some people are saying, though, that people are going to the town and staying at the hotel. Well, good. I'm happy that's, for Benton, Illinois. And that's actually the point of doing this, yes. is to bring people to the town. They should go to another town in Podunk, wherever. You think Illinois is podunk, Gina? Well, Benton is like population, what, 1,000? I actually don't know. <laughs> um, can we talk like and talk about it just like that? Yeah, I just watched it before I came over mm. here. Me too. It's fresh. What's going to happen with Aiden and Carrie? Uh, 
we're seeing what we knew was going to happen. His son is having issues. He wasn't there. He feels guilty. I feel their relationship. I want it to work. Carrie bought this new fantastic apartment for all of them so the kids can come visit. You just knew this was going to happen with his son, that his son was going to have some issues with either their relationship or that his dad's not there and Aiden feels guilty. Yeah, so... Carrie was she's getting out of her apartment into this new apartment. She's going to hold this last supper in her old apartment. Who's the chef going to be? Michelin star chef. Oh, it's going to be a well-known chef. Oh, for sure. Well, we saw Sam Smith. He bought a painting from Charlotte. By the way, is Sam Smith seven feet tall? Well, he had platforms on. But still, he's huge. (laughs) Fucking huge. And Charlotte is. Is she possibly the worst actress ever to come out of? (laughs) She's not great. (laughs) It's She's horrible. Yeah, she's not great. It, I don't know what it is. She she's needs to just stay at lifetime. She overacts. Yeah, she's overacting. But has she always done that? Or am yeah, I just discovering that? No, I think that? she's always done that. Her and Steve belong together. Steve. <laughs> if you go back, there's no way Steve talked like that. No, he no. did not. Why is it so overpronounced? It's too much. Karen, I love this place. You can't Coney even- Island is where I came. <laughs> the summer I was like, can't. He also doesn't have fucking ear hearing aids anymore. anymore. He's what happened? Yeah, this was something. Bought a place at Coney. Like that wanted a bar. He came. Wanted a bar. Saw that place and he wanted it. You know, he's he's all about himself. Yeah. So back to Aiden and Carrie. So yeah, Wyatt gets in this car accident. He's got broken collarbone, broken legs. So Aiden, he can't. He he's got to go back home. He's got to leave. I don't know if he's going to come back. I have a feeling it's going to end where he's they're not going to be together and he's going to have to stay in where? Virginia? I think so. She's having this final dinner party at her place. Yeah. They talked about why he's triggered by her place. We all knew. By the way, they act like we didn't know why he was triggered. Yeah. No shit. He thought if he showed up, he'd hate her again. Yeah, we get it. Nothing was new there. I thought right. I thought there was going to be a new revelation with their conversation. Nope. That's what we thought. Yeah. And she said, I will leave a space for you. You don't have to come, but I'm going to leave a space. Hopefully you'll come. I feel like he will come because we want a happy ending for Carrie, don't we? So is that the end of And Just Like That? No more? Not sure. It's a tough one. I don't know if there's going to be a happy ending. Um, so then Che goes back and does some stand up and um, rips on fucking rips on Miranda. Miranda goes to be supportive. Well, but she doesn't know she's in the audience. Right. No. Carrie and Aiden Sorry. go. Shay doesn't know that Miranda's in the audience. Right. Right. But then she becomes the butt of the joke. Also, a few things. That's very common where a where a comedian talks about their relationships in a, a hyperbolic way. Yeah. But the jokes weren't even funny. There was nothing funny about what Shay was saying. Well, Shay isn't funny. You're right. That's the problem. But it was so weird. It was like, if the comedy was funny about Miranda, but it wasn't. Nothing was funny that she said. Nothing. Was anybody laughing? No. That's what I'm saying. It was just a mean-spirited She was confused. She didn't know if she was straight or bisexual or whatever. She brought four people into the relationship, her and it was her just son stupid, and her though. husband. Nothing was funny. All right, but can we talk a little bit about them teaching us about a top and a bottom with Anthony and Giuseppe? Thank you so much. And just like that, because we didn't know what a top and a bottom meant. That was something. Yeah, <laughs> there because is. they're teaching it. See, they're, that's they're, what I hate about this fucking show. Yeah. 
They're trying I to was teach starting us to like much. it. Stop trying to teach us about envy, about what a top and a bottom is. And Anthony's so old because the new gays like to be tops and bottoms. But he, uh, Anthony's so old, he's only a he's top. He's only a bottom. No, 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 no. no. He's, he's not a, a bottom. He's only a top. He's only a top. <laughs> Giuseppe wants him to be a top and a bottom. Right. Because that's the new gays are top and bottom. He's like, can't we take turns? <laughs> but also, why did they have to pretend that Stanford is becoming a monk like why couldn't they let Stanford die like he did in real life well that he didn't die he went away remember he left the relationship but maybe they it was like yeah but why does he even have to be mentioned but you know what they did this was their nod to him being in a in a space where he's finally happy right. he let it go of, of exactly everything right. yeah actually yeah. now that I think about it because they did a little wink and they were crying in a toast so actually that was very sweet I take back what um I started with <laughs> As I've talked through it, you're right. That was sweet. And then Lisa, she's not happy about her pregnancy. And then we find out that it looks like she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I wonder how old she's supposed to be. Maybe late 40s? I think early 40s. Early 40s? I think so. Um, and then Naya buys her ex and his girlfriend a very expensive baby stroller and has it sent to them. And As then, a fuck you, like. Yeah. Like, I'm going to send you a very expensive stroller because i go. don't care and i have the money boom and then seema sleeps with her movie director boyfriend guy and says i love you to him yeah i just and don't i just don't buy it i also don't buy that she would do that i it's exactly what i thought i'm like it's she's like not no she's say too that. controlled yeah. and she wouldn't fucking do that during sex it's just i didn't like that yeah yeah and so that was that. some highs some lows next week is the finale the final dinner the call finally finally from samantha yes 11 episodes. What if the call never happens and they've boosted (gasps) up? No, it is going to happen because what's her name? The actress. Samantha. 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 She will always just be Samantha. Samantha. Let it be known that she was going to be on season or episode 11. Oh, okay. The final. Yeah. The final, final, the final, final. Well, that's it. Sorry That's we went it. on so long about We had a lot to say, Anne. We had I a did. lot to say. Ugh, we needed lots. to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> As we normally do. Well, thanks for listening. Thank Don't you forget for to follow. Thank you for all the reviews. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Every time we say, please give us a review, you do. So we really appreciate you listening. Subscribe. Follow us on all our platforms. Tell friends. Oh, gosh. I can't believe we almost forgot about this. So at BravoCon, anybody going to BravoCon, we are going to do a kind of early meetup on Thursday night with a bunch of people from BravoCon 2023 Facebook page. So if you follow, it's a private group, but you can go in and follow. Then you will get the information on Thursday night. There will be a meeting at a bar. We're going to be there as well as a bunch of other people. So follow BravoCon 2023 on Facebook. Just just a private group. So you have to join. join. And then you will find out where we are going to be and they send us um they send you all the information right beforehand so i know it's going to come up quick i know we're going for sure if you want to meet up with us let us know i mean we're open we are so um we're definitely going to do something on thursday night though so if you're there thursday night and then maybe a few more times so let us know have a good weekend bye bye there is nothing like a day nothing There is nothing you can name that is anything like a day.